Alright, what we're gonna do is go back. Way back. Well, kinda. We'll start with Booksome and Molly. Together they had nine children. Six girls followed by three boys. They named their youngest daughter Maggie. She married Fred. They had two sons and one daughter. I am the oldest of them. I'm Kendra. The middle boy they named Herbie. Well, his name is Aubrey, but we'll get into that later. He married Deborah, and they had three girls. I am the oldest of them. I'm Tawana. The third oldest was a girl they named Sadie. She married a man named Roosevelt, and they would have three kids together, the oldest of which was Daryl. He met and married Antoinette, and they too would have three kids together. And with their oldest, they gave Booksum and Mog their very first great-grandchild. That was me, Martine. The oldest of them all, and Bossy's second mama to many, was a girl named Blossom. She married Jean, and the two of them had seven children together. Wow. The tallest of them was Jerome. He married Juanita and had two sons. The oldest of them was me, Junie. So, y'all catch all that? Anyway, hey, cousin! What's going on, y'all? And welcome back to another installment, another week of Hey Cousin. So, as usual for season two, we're going to start this bad boy out with a cousin's letter coming in, and uh, resident cousin Martine is going to read it to us. So, Martine, what you got for us today? All right, so today uh, we have a, mm, this is a really, really uh, serious topic that I can definitely relate to. So here's the letter. Dear Hey Cousins, my family and I listen to your podcast often and I've learned so much from the top topics discussed. I have an uncle who I have to say doesn't have the healthiest eating habits and because of it has now been diagnosed with diabetes. He's often in pain and when we take him to the hospital, he's constantly rejected as if he's just wanting pain medication and not really in any grave condition. How can we as a community assist our family and close friends on the benefits of healthy eating? How can we also convince them to take the necessary steps in going to seek health care when all they receive is rejection from people who are supposed to be trained to help? Please help if you can. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for starters, um, resident cousin or uh, extended cousin rather, um, I definitely empathize with your plight. I know that is uh, a really tough situation to be in, to have to advocate for a family member in the United States medical system, because obviously a whole bunch of shit in the US ain't set up for us, but in that medical field, they will literally see you with a broken bone and be like, you're all right with your black ass. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a terrible thing, but it makes us need to fight much harder to advocate for ourselves and our loved ones, right? So as far as that goes, I say you just, you can't let up, you know, and you have to make sure that you keep fighting and keep encouraging your loved one to uh, understand that they have support. And if they don't have a whole bunch of support, they at least have your support. And as far as getting, getting them on board with like a health journey, 
that's that's another really difficult thing to uh to introduce into the black family dynamic because for whatever reason i think i think we as a people have probably been through so much that especially specifically with diabetes like it's a lot of the time it's a a food uh a food directed disease so your diet has <laughs> caused your diabetes most times right and one of the comforts that we as black people, one of the things that we really rally around is food and um, and eating and getting together and having a good time, right? Uh, because there hasn't been a lot of time for us to have good times. And I think one of the things that you could do to help, um, you know, just infiltrate a better, more healthy practice into your family. So maybe diabetes won't be down the line and maybe like those who already have it can work on reversing that for themselves. Um, just introducing like more health conscious things into the family, like kind of shifting the conversation around so much negative food habits to like yo like let's just all go for a walk after and i mean i'm not talking your your typical cousin's walk after you know a family meal but like just a walk like where you and the whole family go out and like burn some energy burn some calories because you know it's other races out here doing that and and we're like kind of last to the party so those are the things that i can add i i'm praying for you and your family um, and your loved one. And I just pray that, uh, you know, things can turn around and that they get the help that they need. Yeah, I'll tap in on that. Just like you said, Junie, we have a lot of history on, you know, unfair treatment. But at the same time, I think it's time, especially at this point in life, for us to start looking at, we can't accept anything we get. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes because you went to that doctor all your life, if that doctor's not serving you in a way that you feel that is is in your best interest, you need to find a new doctor. I think a lot of times we get caught up on tradition and we, we only do this one thing, but this is a this is a capitalistic society, so it's a market. So you need to go to different doctors so you find a doctor that's gonna understand your plight and actually work with you to help you get better and not just give you some Moltrin like they did in, in the military. They give you some Moltrin and send you back to your room. but. <laughs> You have to get somebody that's going to really have your best interest at heart. And it, it might take some time. But that, I think a lot of times, if you start going to the doctor with small issues and you're not going to the right doctor, those issues begin to snowball. And also, I believe in, in diet and healthy living. You know, I work out and all that stuff myself. And I think the thing that really gets us, because when we're really young, we eat all kinds of stuff. But the difference is, as we get older, a lot of people just stop, you know, working out. You don't walk. You don't. You don't do anything active. So, if you don't have a some type of regimen to keep yourself active and can breaking down those muscles and making them regrow to keep reju rejuvenating your body, you're going to have these issues. Because if anything that's like in not in motion is going to be stagnant, and anything that's stagnant is going to be ransack with disease over time. And that's the biggest thing I'm seeing in our community is people like, after you get out of high school, uh, maybe college, you don't do shit no more. Just sit down, watch TV, oh man, I'm too tired to do such and such and this and that. But again, this is your life. So, and on top of that, you're eating <laughs> damn uh, barbecue, mm -hmm. pig, pig parts and all this other stuff, which is fine if you if you get up and you actually do some activity to kind of burn that stuff off. But if not, 
it keeps sitting on you and you, if your body, all disease comes from congestion, which means that your body isn't circulating and moving things around like it's supposed to because you're not giving it the energy it needs to, you know, generate that force. So find a doctor that works for you, I would say, and also start implementing activity and exercise, like you said, Junie, walking, running, going to the gym, or some type of activity every day to keep your body, you know, rebuilding new cells and things of that nature. So that would be my advice. I have to agree. I have, first and foremost, I just want to say as a whole, culturally, you know how, um, as a community, the food choices that we have, these were things that were traditionally passed down to us. These were the scraps that we received. So therefore we continue to cook the same way, right? So let's just say this person doesn't have the option or knows the alternative to pork and beans, ham hocks, whatever the case is, whatever the situation is. In my opinion, I just feel like everything in moderation is fine. Right. So when you add that exercise and you add that activity to those things, I, I feel like everything should be fine. In reference to healthcare, I've seen it myself where we are often rejected when it comes to pain management because we're looked at as if we have the opioid uh, addiction. We just want pills. We just want to pop pills or there's an ulterior motive to it. So I've seen it myself. I've, I've seen it happen and it's a disgrace. But as you stated, you have to advocate for yourself. You are your biggest advocate. And if that doctor isn't doing what you need and what's required for your help at the time, then you have a choice. There are options. There isn't just one community hospital the way it was back in the day. You have several. And if it's not around the corner, it may be 20 miles. Get to that other hospital so you can get the services and the care that you require. Um, as a community, do, should we be doing better for ourselves? Absolutely, we should, we have to do better. And, and we can't um, constantly blame the medical and the health system because it's a lot of black and brown now in the medical system and in healthcare. And you see a lot more of us. So we have a greater understanding of when you walk in of what's going on, what these symptoms are, what they're due to. When you say your food choices, we get it because we eat the same thing, we understand. So we know how to apply it to a regimented, um, healthier health plan. So I, I just feel like doing your research and just doing better as a whole will really, really help in this situation. And to continue to advocate for your uncle because also our older generations don't really have the tools or the terminology to use when they are walking into the health care system. Um, my grandmother's what in her 70s so she does very well because she's a registered dietitian so she knows the terminology she knows what to use she gets it but everybody's not in that field and gets it and understands so i just feel like advocating for your people is very important as well everybody said everything so um the only thing i got to say is stop cooking them slave meals Cause that's basically, I tell my mama all the time, nobody want that slave meal, nobody want that slave meal, sis. <laughs> we only do 
We only do slave meals once a week. And you know what I'm saying? Well, I do the gravies and the macaroni and cheese and the cornbread. And like, we have to be. So Kendrick mm-hmm. kind of talked about the, uh, both of you, Martine and Kendrick kind of talked about the meals that we used to eat or whatever. So, and I think Junie was saying being open-minded. One of the things that my my mom was, has had diabetes and has gotten off of the pill because all she did was change her diet. So diabetes and high cholesterol and all those type of ailments and illnesses are directly linked to the things that we are putting in our body. So being open-minded about changing your food, your food choices. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Um, My whole entire family is on this program that is doing amazing in our family. Did y'all see our cousin that just turned 50 that looked like she 35? Who? Yolanda. My no, aunt. I, I don't see none oh, of really? Yolanda's I pictures. I got to get on Facebook. She's on Facebook. She looks okay. amazing. And she's a part Good. of the She's a part of the uh, program that our entire family is kind of jumping on. Wanna so, go ahead and say the program now. Okay. They done done enough for our family. it <laughs> 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 a secret. Listen. <laughs> we just paid to just that Jeff down of the slave. So Jeff Jeff Spoon is the uh, creator of this program called E Two M, and I'm telling you, you have to be open minded about your health because initially my little sister she was overweight she was headed she was eating bags of candy chips soda drinking energy drinks all those mm-hmm. things that are not good for your body like sugar and carbs you, look guys that's the that's sometimes that's moderation that's yeah. moderation you can't eat that kind of stuff every day because it will have a direct Um, effect on your health and on your body but she started the program last January and when she started the program and we saw her the first eight weeks we was like man she got filters on ain't nobody (laughs) (laughs) we were still hating and then the second eight weeks where we was like oh she almost my size I started Uh -uh. I, <laughs> I was like, no, she can't get you with me. No, boo, no, bad, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> she can't get you with me. And I literally, and she begged me, she was like, Tawana, this program has changed my life. I was like, well, I could just work out myself. And I, she said, it, I was like, no, I don't want to pay it. She said, Tawana, let's just do it as a family. And because my mom has challenges, um, outside of the diabetes now, let's do it as a family. I'll pay for it for a week. I was like, well, since you're going to pay for it for a week, then maybe I will die. You know, since you for a couple of weeks, I got into the groove of it. I started doing the exercise. So, so just to say all of that, um, I want to say, do something with your family together that yes. you guys can hold each other accountable because that's yeah. what she did with us. And because she did that with us, my dad, my mom, and all three of us lost like 20 pounds in eight weeks. And it was something we did to kind of help my mom with her journey and being open-minded and accepting, okay, I have to change the way I eat. I And, and this is a lifestyle. This is not just a dieting program. Right. Monday, Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday, I have to eat clean. I have to drink my water. I have to put myself in an eating window. That's stuck in my mind now, period. Mm-hmm. It's stuck in my mind now. And then I don't work out every day, but when 
I do work out. So if I skip a day, I've created this thing where I know I'm not going to work out every day because I'm a mom and I got a whole bunch of other stuff going on just like everybody else. But when I do work out, I'm working out for two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. So that helps me balance it out with the everyday. So I feel like, okay, if I give an hour to working out, that's only 5% of your day. 5%, I give myself, I can at least give myself 5% to make sure that I'm okay. Those are the kind of, you have to change your thought process around, you know, um, around habits that you, bad habits that you've created concerning your health. And then like everybody else was saying with the health professionals, keep, find somebody that's gonna speak directly to you as an individual, somebody that you're gonna relate with, somebody that gonna understand our culture and understand mm -hmm. all of us ain't built the same. Like y'all got us on this scale that we're obese. If we're over this, a certain amount of pounds when we're not built like Caucasians, we don't literally us, the muscle mass is more for us. More way, more for us. way more. Way and more. And you see that if you have kids, you see that with your kids in that random behind growth chart. We, yes. my son was always off the chart. He was never on the chart. He was always, <laughs> off the chart and i'm like that in itself says a lot mm -hmm. we're just not the same we're not the we're same we're not the same so you know we you can't you can't compare me to this standardized um mm. barbie or ken look because that's not how we are built so you know find the right doctors like everybody else is saying and be open-minded and make the commitment find accountability <laughs> partners and i think that'll That'll take care of a lot of things. They say mindfulness, when you're mindful, that means that you're always thinking in the now and you're always thinking about ways that you can work on you. That takes up 95% of all your problems. So that's, 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 where, that's, that's where I am with that, that whole situation. One of the things that I'm finding in like the conversation that we're having right now is that there's a thread of this blind loyalty that we as black people have just in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we have this blind loyalty to the doctor that we've been going to the, the hospital that we've been going to. We got this blind loyalty to the food that's been killing us for years and years and years. <laughs> and if you circle back, you got this blind, you had this blind loyalty after we were freed as slaves in the Americas and them motherfuckers went back and worked for the same people that slaved them for decades or centuries prior. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's and got chipped again. And gypped again, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> half of them ain't even tell them they was free. It's like, oh yeah, y'all was free a little while ago, y'all. <laughs> you know but what I'm saying? Like, from, I, I think it comes from fear. It comes from fear. So when yeah. you've been oppressed for so long, it's that fear of, am I really free? Like, what do I do now? Like you just lost, you yeah. really are lost. And as a community, I feel like we don't do a great job at gathering together we we don't build each other up we don't promote each other we don't um assist in the journey of that movement like it's a lot of things that we can do better as a whole i say it all the time the hispanic community when one person got a job they all got a goddamn job just be mm -hmm. patient papo and pito you about to work next week because i'm gonna get you in <laughs> we don't do that we don't do that at all and we have to do better as a whole and we are the number one community that looks after our elders. Like we rarely put our parents, our grandparents in nursing homes. So why That's not? True. 
why not? Why take on that whole burden by yourself when you can act as a group and all chip in? Like, all right, let's get together. Let's do this. Let's do it. We seldomly do that. Seldomly. Even the piggy I was just going to say, even to piggyback real quick on what Martine was saying, like, if you're working now for your parents that are, you know, still a little younger in the grand scheme of things, yeah. That that nursing home situation might not even be in the cards because they're going to be so active right. and they're going to be so with it. They won't even need a nursing home. They might not even need to stay with you. So it's Thank all right. going to affect you in the long run anyway. So help your peoples out. Go ahead, Tawana. I'm sorry. No, I was going to piggyback off of what Martine was saying, too. It's like they don't know what to do. And most of the times, this is what we use in the sales world. A confused mind always says no. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Always yeah. like if you if you don't know if you don't, you don't them, know. Like, if you don't point them or guide them or GPS them to the right route and the right thing to do and say, hey guys, this is how we're doing things now, then yeah. it's just gonna be like, no, I'm just you you stay, you stay stagnant, you stay in stuck energy, like Kendrick was saying. And when you're in stuck energy, toxicity, um rot, you, rot, you you rot oh. out from the oh, inside yeah. out. So oh. you have yeah, yeah. So I think it's very important that we rally together as as family and as a community of people around the things. And I feel like I do feel like slowly but surely this new generation that don't like to work because unemployment got messed up the entire world. That they're not enough to be getting during the pandemic. <laughs> hey, Tawana, your your sound your sound is Yeah. It like shifted. It got real thin. Jesus. Yeah, it's still a little. I wonder why. Hold on. I'm going to let you guys. It sounds a little better. It sounds a little better. I'm I'm going to make one of you co-hosts and go. What is this on here? Let me let me go out and come back and I'll make one of you co-hosts and then um, go okay. out make you the host and then go out and come back. Okay. But go ahead with the conversation, Kendrick. I know you're gonna have to edit this. That's mm -hmm. that's cool. Okay, so yeah, just like I'm Rick. The funny thing about this whole thing is black people being competition, but about the most the dumb shit. dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like to hear that like, to one of them they're working together as far as okay, well, if you don't compete about something, let's compete about being the healthiest. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the yeah. day, that strengthens our family as a whole. Yeah. Like you were saying, Junie, we, we, I was just thinking about this this weekend. How many of us have ever read the Bible from cover to cover? Uh, I mean, pretty close. I can't say. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't, I ain't even gonna, I'm doing it now because I got, I got an auto, audible. But also, what about like voting and things of that nature? You got like the Democratic Party and Republican Party. Each of them have documents that kind of breaks down and we didn't learn that in school. We didn't, we didn't get any information about that stuff, and most people probably wouldn't even know it exists now. Yeah. And my point is that, like you said, Junie, we go like blindly over everything. So how can you have enough information to make an informed decision if you don't know the basis of this, the, the systems that you're making decisions on? Right. Yeah. It's very so true. Very true. But there's a lot of things that we don't know we don't even have self-awareness i think it starts first and foremost with self-awareness and mm -hmm. once we get a great handle on that and a grasp of that 
then we can move forward with everything else within ourselves. I, I just feel right. like um, after transitioning here to the South, I've seen so many people just seem stuck. And I'm just like, no growth. They have no aspirations. There are no goals. There's nothing. They're just content with the lack of. Mm-hmm. And then while they're sitting there, they're complaining. So I, it just confuses Absolutely. me. You, you, you know, complain, one, and don't you want to change it? I don't yes. get it. I don't no, it's one it. of the things I think we don't give ourselves credit for the constant in our lives, which is time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like Tawana was saying that, you know, she has a thing where if she misses a day of workout, she got to make that workout up. Right. So for me, my thing that I've infiltrated in my head is like, if I wake up crazy early in the morning, can't get back to sleep. It's like, yo, I'm about to lay here for a whole hour trying to get back to sleep. Why don't I get my butt up, do my workout. So that's out of the way. And then if I sleep, I sleep. If not, if not, whatever, you know, and those are the things that we just don't look at time in in the reality of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody will be like, oh, I'll never get back in shape. And it's like six months later, you're still saying the same thing. But Absolutely. six months ago, if you went into action, then you would be a completely different person. And once again, to shout out to Wanda's little sister, Tara, Tara's killing it. Like, Yeah, Tara, Tara, Tara doing her thing. I'm like, go ahead, girl. Like, she's she's goals for real. Like, I gotta I gotta get on on her on her train. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I'm behind her, but I ain't I ain't right up neck neck and neck yet. But I'm coming for you though, Tara. She doing two a days. <laughs> she's literally doing two a days. And you know, sometimes things in our life forces us like disappointment, hurt, pain, um, illnesses, um, love. Um, getting married, people have different goals. So I think when you set your life around um, goals that you're trying to obtain as far as, you know, weight loss, I think that helps. But sometimes things propel us in a way that you wouldn't expect. And with Mm -hmm. her, it was just like, you know what, instead of me being mad about that, I'm going to get on, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to focus on me. And when I focus, when you, as you can see, when somebody focuses on themselves, it's like water cutting through rocks. You know what I'm saying? Focus. One thing about focus is that it can cut through. Like if water keeps hitting over rocks, it eventually breaks that rock down. People don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like the analogy I use when I think about weight loss. Like if I keep focusing, if I put a goal around this, then I'm I'm killing a lot of birds with one stone. I'm killing the diabetes. That runs in my family. So why wouldn't I be concerned about that? I'm killing the can the possible cancer cells, the toxic cancer cells, because that runs rapid in our family on both sides for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm killing the big belly monster. You got the gold, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> surgery is not an option for me. It's just not an option for me. One girl from the island just passed away last week from getting a tummy tuck. Cardiac arrest. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that's that, another that plays thing too. Into self-awareness. That plays into that role. So now you're gonna go, you're gonna have this uh surgery, which mm-hmm. is very invasive surgery, and you don't you're not even aware of your body, right? Because she probably shouldn't have been approved for the surgery to begin nope. with. Right. Exactly. right. They wasn't working out towards it. Yeah, when you're unhealthy going to have these 
invasive surgeries, what do you think is going to happen? The result is not going to be great. It's going to be grave because it's going to be like life or death, literally. The same thing with childbearing and childbirth. Women don't understand that is life or death at times. Yeah. They say one is not one out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People make it like, yeah. oh, we just put them yeah. out and it's eat. No, honey, that is life or death, right? Because maybe if you had a great experience, good for you. Kudos for you. Everybody does not have the same experience when it comes to things such as that. So self-awareness is very important. It's very, very important. And, and let me say this about self-awareness. Mm -hmm. About self-awareness, the thing about self-awareness is sometimes require movement. Mm -hmm. All of us are in different places because we are not where we started at. That's a lot right. of people get so caught up in a rut because you're around the same people, the same ideas. Everyone else is thinking and doing the same thing, so you're not motivated to do anything different. It takes a lot of courage to be self-aware because once you're self-aware, then you have to take action. And action sometimes is hard. You're going to have to go to some hard times. You're going to have to really stretch and grow to be, become a better person. And a lot of people... At the end of the day, I think it's kind of full of, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you want to, you can make it happen. Absolutely. But you got you to want to. Yeah. And when you want to bad enough, you'll take the proper action almost despite yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So self-awareness, is it sounds easy, but it's very, it's hard. Because number one, moving like, like you just moved recently, Martine, from a place that you've known for a long time. So you're, you're I've, I've relearning yourself. Lot. Yeah, I've, mm -hmm. and I've moved a lot. One thing I have to say, I've moved a lot. I don't want to sound like a, a my friend called me a, a gypsy. No, nah, me too. I'm the, I'm the same way. I'm all over the, the place. Is, I don't have that fear, right? I not me either, exactly. Fear. If I feel like I'm not fully fulfilled in this place, why am I sitting here and then I'm going to keep complaining and complaining and complaining? Yeah. What I do is weigh my options, and that's for the listeners, that's for the viewers, that's for every everybody. You weigh your options. I had to think differently now. I have a kid. What do I want for him? Do I still want this hustle and bustle and, and shooting out, and when I go downstairs, I have chicken bones on the floor? Like, do I still want that, <laughs> or want that for him? No, mm -hmm. you think yeah. differently, you set your goals, you execute. Is there going to be a loss? Yes. The, the South definitely, when it comes to salary, does not pay like the North. So that was one of the things I had to be like, about, but it's called sacrifice and you do the pros and the cons. I'm not going to sit still. I've never been the type of person to be fearful of something. If it don't happen, pick yourself up, try again. Simple stuff. And you do Absolutely. that in all areas of your life because that's life. I yeah. don't want to live a life of shoulda, woulda, coulda, coulda, I shoulda, da. no, I'm just going to do it and then tell you the outcome from that. When my son has questions and he's going through his own journey, I have things to tell him. Well, when I did right. this, this is what happened. This was the result to whatever. So I don't know, maybe you need to tweak this right here. That way that doesn't happen for you. Simple stuff. A lot of us are so afraid of that. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of the unknown kind of thing. And we just stay stuck. And then while we stuck, we complain. I have a right. friend who calls me all the time complaining. Okay, what the hell? You've been complaining for years. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you can't you can't sit around and allow somebody to complain in that way around you. Like if you are somebody who's trying to, you know, make yourself Absolutely. better, yeah. it's up to it you to try to make your circle better too. And it's Absolutely. like we gotta start having those uncomfortable conversations. And I know you, Martine, are having that with that homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. if, <laughs> there's a quote that I um that comes to mind that I love and I always remind myself of it anytime I'm feeling afraid or scared or something, right? And it says mm-hmm. that courage is nothing but action in the presence of fear. So it's like you can be afraid and it's fine for you to be afraid, but as long as you are doing something, as long as you are in action, you are still being courageous and that is commendable. And we gotta be courageous with ourselves, with our lives, with our bodies, because you only get the one, yo. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like as a whole, as a family, our family, I want to talk about our family, we're very supportive in that aspect. It doesn't matter where I live, I still have the support of my family. Absolutely. I've lived so many places and the support never left. So that in itself shows that it works. You know, they, they, the support is still there. You're just in a different location. That should not define your overall being, your overall goals make everything happen for self whatever works for you and your family your kids make it happen you have to be your biggest advocate you you do because nobody's going to do it for you and i just want to just drop these nuggets on y'all instead of y'all taking the shortcut i'm going back to the shortcut surgery i found i found this <laughs> nurse don't please tell me what Okay, so lipo is okay. I feel like lipo isn't surgery, so you can get lipo. I'm on. (laughs) No, it's still it's still invasive. It's still invasive surgery. They they gotta cut you open to get that out. No, it's like it's a pinhole. They, it's a, it's you a talking small about the size thing. of the incision? That's the only yeah, difference. But you can only different. bleed out. You can also invasive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so okay, 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 okay. I just go. Okay, Stop can't it. Call the pot. I can't call no, the No, no shot. No shot cuts at all. No shot. Okay. <laughs> Zero. Cuts. I was trying to give y'all a break. I was trying to say. <laughs> uh-uh. okay. You, you. And no, BBL, you forget my mom no. is in that, in that, in that field. So I've seen. Okay. Working okay, with her, so, I've seen it. That is not, that's right. still invasive. That's still so invasive. They're very invasive because they can hit the wrong organ with that tube with that, going with that. in. Oh. Remember, they're trying to get okay. the good fat, but I mean, you got to have a real, real great physician who knows what they're doing. So, I mean, it's still invasive and you still have to be fully aware of your own body. Can your body withhold all of that? That's true. Okay, so y'all, no shortcuts because number one, and I found this online. Let me tell y'all why. Most women need blood transfusions after these type surgeries. Sometimes the doctor that you pay for surgery isn't the person doing the surgery. It's their nurse practitioner. Bam. There, there's a lot of fake nurses in Miami that say fake? that they can do this fake nurses and people that are doing butt injections they're doing yeah. these surgeries they're saying oh we could do it for your money mm-hmm. and you end up with um bricks in your cement. butt you got you cement, know what a butt. cement in your butt um uh-huh. the next thing is fat embolisms can cause cardiac arrest mm-hmm. people don't know that you can fall into yep. a long-term post-op depression most yep. women blood transfusions afterwards like i said before another one is um 
you don't wake up. Some people die seven to 10 days after the surgery. Some women never wake up. So if you know this going into this surgery and you're like, okay, I am so selfish and I want this bad enough. I'm going to risk all of that. Like, you know, when you hear those, um, all of the symptoms, like they're like, okay, we got this medicine that's going to take care of this. But the side effects is teeth growing Worse up. Than what you got. Diarrhea. <laughs> exactly. Loose bowels. But you know what? Your eye, your eye gonna be on the side. Of, but I'm gonna do it though, girl. I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna just have a little eye over here. I'm gonna just have a little eye over here. That's it. I'm gonna still. I mean, the that's what they make shades for. That's right. Put your shades, sip to one side. You know what? Just to go back to the self-awareness aspect of it, I think if you don't force yourself to grow, I think people use food in our community, especially food, drugs, sex, and all these things, as a form of slow suicide. Suicide. That's you know, that's that's basically like you know. I'm not gonna pull a trigger, but what I'll do is I'll just let my body go to, to, to death. Shit. You know what I'm saying? No yeah, basically. Good. No you, you, you know, you know what it is. Especially we're in the information age, where your kids know how to damn Google anything in the yes. world. Yeah. So, if you have, if you're not, if you don't have the courage, or you you saying that you don't have the courage to step out and expand yourself. That's what you do. You start, okay, I'm going to start drinking every day. I'm going to start damn eating everything I can eat to try to go ahead and end this pain. As, mm. But I don't want to, I don't want to take the bit. I don't want to grab a rope or grab a gun. I'll just use these other vices that I know aren't good for me in excess to go ahead and get me out the game. And I see a whole lot of that. Just And you can kind of tell if a person is not mindset by the conversation they have. It's like you said, the complaining and stuff. I'm... Me and Martine are very similar in our approaches to things <laughs> when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, if you complain to me more than once, you probably won't have access to complain to me a third time. <laughs> you ain't gonna want to with me. You uh-huh. Going back. Right? Nah, I'm. I'm not even going back and forth with you because again, yeah, it takes so much of your energy to stay motivated, especially when you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone constantly to keep yourself grounded and moving forward. That okay, if I'm picking up your stuff, now I gotta come back to where I'm leaving from. Nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, our society and our community as a whole depends on the individual. So the farther mm-hmm. we push ourselves, is going to be an example to our children, our family members, and then the people who actually want to do something are going to be inspired to the fact, to the level that they're going to start doing the same things. That's why I really like what y'all are doing with the whole. If you're, if you're going to compete about anything, compete about something to make us all better. Yeah. yeah. You know, I also think the- that we need to slow down and just be patient because we also look for fast results, right? Really and exactly. I'm, 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 I can hold myself accountable and, and responsible for that. Let me tell you, if I work out on Monday, I expect to see results Thursday. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Man, work out like it's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, Help me. That's why as, as a lifestyle. Yes, it's about the lifestyle. Understand that yeah. it is, you didn't you weren't like this in a day, right? Right. Absolutely. Right. If we look back to the old years, we were pretty slim. Mm-hmm. So girl, it took time. So it's gonna yeah, take exactly. time. 
for you to Absolutely. get back to where and, you want to be. And like I said, I have to raise my hand and be like, I'm one of those. I'll be like, look, I ate good Monday, Tuesday, when Okay, so Friday, I need to be slim in a size five. What happened? <laughs> What's going and, on? I, Martina, I want to piggyback on that. That's the, the that's unrealistic. Like, we got to set realistic goals. Like, yes. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I exactly. think that's the most important thing for me because the same thing happened with me, girl. I was working out for two weeks and was like, hey, it's not happening. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Boom. But it it's excuses. Way more than two weeks. Yeah, it took you. It's you don't want to keep up with it. You want the fast results so you can kind of slack off. No, that's and you want to find a reason to go back into that negative habit of eating the crap mm -hmm. and eating this. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna just eat this because it ain't working anyway. No, you just yeah. take it takes, reason to go yeah. back. It takes time. It takes time. It takes at least four weeks for you to see any type of like. And if you want to see healthy, a healthy ten pounds come off of you, and you're on this. Like even if you're just clean eating Monday through Friday, and when I say clean eating, that's no carbs, that's no sugars, that's yeah. just a meat and a vegetable for 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 breakfast or lunch or whatever. I only eat two meals a day because I drink a gallon of water, and I was proud to say, okay, out of the month of January for sixteen to eighteen days, I drank I drank a gallon of water a day out of eighteen days in January. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that. Those kind of accomplishments, I never used. I used to drink one bottle of water and th one water of bottle. And thought you was good. Hydrated. You got six more of these to go, baby. Yes. If you try to clean yeah. your body out because that water Absolutely. cleanses. Water cleanses, it man. It does. Yeah. But it the thing about skin. it is, I was just about to say, you can. If you don't see the results, I feel the results. I feel different yes. in my clothes. My yeah. clothes feel different. Look, They're look lo different. looser. My buttons aren't screaming when they were just screaming last week. Like, oh, yes. Yes. help me, Lord. Like, it's a difference. So it is Very true. happening. It is happening. It's Your happening. face is clearer because Inches. you're eating right. Inches yes. are coming off. Growing. Yeah, so it's like yes. you, there is a transition, there is a change happening. It just takes time, and people need to be patient. Right. And yeah. I want to, I want to give you guys a, a a timeline. So for the when I for me on the first four, now the the heavier you are, you're gonna lose way more weight. So it is definitely yeah. based on your body, yeah, your body or whatever. But for yeah. me, I would say I was, I feel like I was about thirty five to fifty pounds overweight. I'll say that mm -hmm. based on the standard chart and mm -hmm. it took me the first eight weeks it took me four weeks to lose a healthy 10 pounds and mm -hmm. then by the end of the eight weeks because of some of the the options that they have I mean the the program is stringent I'm gonna tell you the first the first eight weeks if you get through the first eight weeks you can kind of adapt it and you know Agent. make it mm -hmm. make it yours or whatever yeah but for the most part if you stick to that program I lost 25 pounds and I think <clears throat> I can't remember how many inches, but I saw more inches off than weight. And that's important to me because I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, I don't want, I, I, I don't want like to be too skinny. Me too. Yeah. So that's yeah, how I'm I, feel. Woman. I feel the same way. I, I, after JC, after JC on, I was like 250 pounds, 250 pounds and like five, three, five, four. That is not cute. No, not you. <laughs> no. So, and then it's like he'll be eight this year. How long are you gonna blame it? Yeah, because you know I had a kid. <laughs> the baby weight. Like, it's like this grown man over here. <laughs> <laughs> he like, like a grown up. It's like what? Because you know I had a kid. <laughs> I had a kid. 
kid. Like, come on, enough is enough. And another thing, yeah. I I like the fact that we can, you know, have that competition. But for some of those people who they look at Facebook and look at people and they just like, ugh, it's not for them. Because you have mm-hmm. some people who don't get motivated. They get defeated when they, they do see get- someone moving quicker than they are. And I just feel like yeah. they don't give up. You know, yeah. that's yeah. their journey. You have to create your own. Your own. And yeah. at your own pace. At your own pace. Going My from team. a size like 18, now I'm a 10, 12 kind of depending on. When I want to feel real skinny, I shop at Ashley Stewart. size 10 and i'm like yes okay i was gonna (laughs) say martin that's That's a lot yeah yeah that is that is and i want to say with i don't mean to keep talking about the program but the program is very motivational people post pictures and everything Uh, to help motivate you and hold you accountable like look if my fat ass can do this you can do this too you could do it what they're saying and that's what i see now now facebook what you were saying could have also an adverse effect you're looking at people you fat as hell you don't know what to do you don't want to do anything and then you go into a state of depression or you're like okay i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. a quick fix and i'm gonna just go ahead and just get it cut off and then i'll just maintain from there like you have to you have to Open your mind and you cannot be negatively influenced by social media because I believe that's why one of our friends from the island died because she's looking at everybody. Oh my God, her stomach is so flat. Oh my God, she's so cute. Oh my God, her clothes are so nice on her. Yeah. Social media is so precedent in some people's lives. It's crazy. Like, and they don't understand the falsehood that comes with it sometimes because you have people on there that I think they forget that you really know them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just saw you yesterday. Like, I just saw your fat ass face the other day. <laughs> <laughs> got them filters, got them filters on blast. Uh-huh. Angles and shit. <laughs> and I need people to understand the reality of stuff like that. Like, you know, you have to just make this your own journey and gauge it the way you need to gauge it for yourself. You can't compare yeah. and contract. You can't. We're all different. We all have I, different mm-hmm. things that we want to work on, and we all all have different things. Like I'm with you to want to wear. I don't want to lose too much weight. I don't want to be mm-hmm. sitting and having baggy, droopy pants in the back. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, you buy new pants, <laughs> new fit yeah. pants. Don't let right, that stop exactly. you. Not the old pants. Let me tell you, that droopy look is not cute. <laughs> got them, <laughs> them back pockets, some back pockets touching. Yeah, that's not a good look on a woman. Back pockets touching. But I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to touch on one element that we haven't touched on yet, and it's the um, the negativity that is already present in the black experience around weight. Like we, I feel like are probably the only race where maybe you have gained five pounds, but as soon as you walk into the place, you got somebody who's, who's 275 talking about, damn, you got big. And it's like, if you don't shut your fat ass up, <laughs> me, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, instead of the conversation being like, hey, like, I'm trying to lose a little bit too. Like, let's both go out. It's like, we in competition to talk about who done got fatter uh, in, in the least amount of time. You know what I'm saying? And 
I realize now I have to get really present with that, especially now that I'm an adult in our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, some you don't have to keep your mouth shut. Like, I had an experience over one of the holidays. I won't say which one because you'll probably be able to, like, pick and choose. Like, okay, he was with this person during that holiday. So, this, listen, listen, this, this, this relative told me i had like i had made a little breakfast sandwich and like it was one i'm i'm also on e2m so i know how to moderate myself throughout the time frames but you know i let a little loose sometimes but i get back on it you know yeah. when when i need to you know what i'm saying or when when i know that the week is over with right so it was the holidays i was trying to be a little free and i had like a little breakfast sandwich and like some breakfast potatoes on my plate and it's like Oh, you gonna you gonna mess around and get back big again? And I said, excuse me. <laughs> I said, I said, oh, first of all, I'm gonna be back in the gym on Monday, working out and doing my circuits. So that's not gonna happen. And then this same person sat down with a second plate of breakfast. And guess what I said, y'all? I said, oh, you got another plate, huh? <laughs> I said, I said, you 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 on second breakfast, huh? And they said, oh well, I was just well, I was just doing it because I had to take no. it with my medication. And I said, yeah, oh, that'll hold, that'll hold your ass. No, you know what I'm saying? Why? Like, <laughs> why you work them is, and not you? That is exactly. Our family and is it happens all that. the time. It happens yes. all the time. And the crazy part is, I used to hear that when I was smaller. Oh God, yeah. It didn't make yeah. no sense. When I look at pictures, I'm like, why were they calling me fat? Like, I don't uh -huh. know. <laughs> make no sense. What? Meanwhile, they're two tons of fun over there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I know what, guys? That. They don't look at. I what I've come to realize: our family is good at that, and I'm sure other cousins to project y'all. Y'all family probably say that too. Damn, you don't gain some weight, honey. What you doing? You stressed? You're getting you thick around there. <laughs> you know what they what, what they feeding y'all down there? You know, I know that happens in families, but at the end of the day, I feel like that too is a negative uh, it is. Uh, uh, approach it is. and. We got to kind of change the way we approach things because yeah. weight is so sensitive. It's a sensitive subject. It's And I realized who parents and aunties and, you know, family members, they think we're going to be kids for the rest of our life. You think I'm yes. going to be looking like a sick for the rest of my life? You think I'm gonna, <laughs> That's pretty much you know what I'm well, saying? look like yeah, because if that ain't work for you, I don't know how you think it's going to work for me. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we're not going to be kids for the rest of our lives, family member. Like, it, it goes. we're going to grow up and we're going to fall out. And, you know, at the same time, we need to maintain. So I think we do have to be conscious of what we like. Now that we're having this conversation, I feel like we need to... Be conscious to not say that to the younger generation coming up behind. Absolutely. Here, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is let's go back to self awareness. You have to set goals for yourself, and you, who cares what somebody else thinks? Especially, consider the source is what I always say. You can't say anything about me that you not where I would want to be if we had to switch places. So exactly. you that to me discounts your opinion instantly. Yeah. So. I work out like myself. I work out like every day in some form or fashion. So if somebody was like, are you getting big? It's like, you ain't even say nothing now. If I had to switch places, like I wouldn't want to be where you at. So why would your opinion even affect me? So we have to yeah. be more mentally strong as individuals, especially Absolutely. with goals. Absolutely. Yeah. 
because Absolutely. people say anything to kind of like throw something in your damn the way to kind of slow you down. But look at look at look at the source. Consider the source is my my go through. Projection. Mm -hmm. Projection. Yeah. Exactly. Don't take advice from anybody that you would never take advice from, especially if they never walked a mile. Like it's hard for me to take advice from somebody who has never been married, but giving me advice about being married. Like, but they absolutely but they the ones though. But they always the ones, just like always. Like the I, no, saw I used to have a friend mm -hmm. that lived at home, but wanted to tell me like what to look for in a house and it's like, how you know? How, how you know? I don't. How'd you, and I I ask you the question like, oh, so how so how'd you find your house? Oh, well, yeah. you know I ain't got okay. no house. Like, yes, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that out. <laughs> Keep but, it in, Kendrick. Keep it in. Straight up, like you know. But it's when you start trying to be better, I'm not, and I'm not saying that you're better than anybody else. But if you're making decisions to make yourself where you want to be, no one else has a say in it. And if you allow them, that's your fault. It's not their fault because they're gonna, of course, they're gonna say everybody got opinions because opinions are easy. Mm -hmm. Action is hard. Action is hard. Continue hard. Um, continuous consistent, consistent action. Consistency is hard. Yes. Absolutely. It is very hard. Consistency yes. is very, very hard. I must say that is one of the things where you see a lot of people fall short on. Mm -hmm. Like they absolutely be consistent. And I know that's one of my pet peeves. Like if you was doing something in 1999 i'm gonna need you to still do it if it's positive and it's absolutely you know it makes sense because you're being consistent about it a lot of people can't do that a lot of people start stall start stall start. but those are the people who want to give you advice those are the people who want to step oh, up someone who's doing their thing i'll never be a discouragement or some some no. barrier in your way they always if you talk to me about health and working out, I can give you all the efforts that I have that works for me. And I'll mm -hmm. never tell you, oh, man, you don't need to do such and such. Whatever you think you need to do, and if I can help you, I'm going to help you. If not, you I'll keep it. my mouth shut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. And it's all projection. And that's how, projection. yeah. That's, you know, it, and you reject, you reject that projection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit right back. Get that mirror. Like, here you go. Look at this mirror. This That's you. We got to start doing that. We got to hold. Focus them. on that shit. We got to hold them just as accountable as we need to be holding ourselves. Absolutely. absolutely. Everybody going to elevate or they're going to stop messing with you. <laughs> One of the two. Win-win. Hey. They're going to join yeah. you or they're going to fall off. One of the two. That's it. Yeah. But some people, that, that that goes with the same. Like some people is not meant to be on that journey with you anyway. Absolutely. So yeah, everybody off. can't go. Everybody can't go. Uh, mm -hmm. can't go. They can't go. And there's there's also one element that I I want to introduce to into the conversation, um, specifically as it pertains to like the diabetes. I know that um, you know that was the letter that came in from our extended cousin, but <clears throat> sometimes it takes just sitting down and kind of trying to restructure even your diet and figuring yeah. out what right. swaps are there, like just little bit by little bit, you know, death by a thousand cuts. You know what I'm saying? So like. Let's say you like sweets all the time. If there is a sweet alternative, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe swap out the cake for uh, some frozen bananas that taste like ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Like when you mash right. it up, it's like it's like frozen. It's like frozen yogurt. You know what I'm saying? That's or, how I make my smoothies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there are elements out there if we open up our eyes and make ourselves 
expose ourselves to that. Like everything don't have to stay the same and you can still kind of get what you want, but in a way that is healthier for you and works better for you. Um, Swerve is a brand that I like that uh, is, uh, it's no, it's no sugar. It's actually, it started geared towards diabetics, right? And now it's becoming more popular because everybody's trying to be like low carb, low sugar, you know, gluten-free, all of those things. Mm. But you can make a cake with Swerve. And for me, sometimes if I need that sweets, I'll make the Swerve cake and then use regular regular icing but guess what i'm still doing better than had i had a regular cake with Absolutely. regular icing you're still active and you still work out all the time too sorry yeah, you work out and also with the sugar monk fruit replace the sugar with monk fruit monk fruit is so y'all when i found out i found out about monk fruit through a keto diet through one of my insurance friends and he was like mm-hmm. that monk fruit is the bomb i also found out about almond flour like yeah. it's great yeah. with almond okay. flour Instead mm-hmm. of, so you can use almond flour, monk fruit, and just kind of start training your taste buds. And if you start drinking at least, if you if you was drinking one, try to inch up to three. Then try yes, to inch yeah. up to four. Because you have, in order to get a gallon in a day, and you don't have, you're supposed to do like, I think like 90 to 100 um, ounces of water a day. But that's yeah. like five, five, okay, so a gallon is seven, seven bottles. Um, <clears throat> I try to drink seven bottles, but I don't beat myself up if I don't get to seven bottles. I, I but right. I'm going to five. So work your way up. Okay, I need to drink seven to really get my body flushed out and to keep my weight down. Start with saying, okay, I'm gonna start with a hardcore three, and then move your way up. And another way Absolutely. I got my water is every hour I drink a bottle. So if yeah. I start mm-hmm. my eating in my eating window, don't be eating late at night or you find and going to bed right for you and going to bed and sleeping yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even that if you in do. Itself- yeah. Even if you do, if that's your eating window, because some people's eating window is two to ten because they work late or whatever the case yeah. may be. But stick to it. But I you stick got to make eating. the adjustments. Yeah, yeah you have to. You have to. Make to. Adjustments. And, and you have to do what's best for yeah. you. Do what's best for yeah. you. Me, I went from a gallon to um, half gallon only because I know my body retains a lot more water. So you mm. have to make the adjustments necessary right. for you. I know for me, I'm not a sweetie. I, sweets aren't for me. And just make this disclaimer that type two diabetes is when it's the lifestyle change. You know, some yeah. people are just born with the type the one type diabetes. One. So, yeah. it, you know, it's hard with that. But type two is definitely when we have to make that lifestyle change as well as, you know, anything in moderation. There are days where I'm craving like, hmm, I think I want a cake. But I'm not eating cake and ice cream and, and pizza and all this every single day. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, exactly. you know, do things. I satisfy myself. That's my yeah, thing. And I'm, I'm I, a let me tell y'all. I like salt. I'm, I like chips. I stuff like I that. Like Give sweet. me some salsa and dip. That's what I like. Chips. I like stuff like that. Chips. Baby, I'll murk a chip. I'll eat chips. <laughs> I love chips. I'm not I might as well get the big bag, but. I know that's my weakness and versus just cutting it off from myself. I don't do that. I allow, guess what? I could see a little bit day tomorrow doing all this stuff. So Listen, I allow yeah. myself satisfactory thing. Yeah. Like on the weekend. So Monday through Thursday, yeah. I'm doing my 12 to eight. I'm doing right. my gallon. I'm working out Fridays. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of relax a little bit. I start. Yeah. Yes, Saturday, I find it I easy on the busy weekdays. If you are a typical nine to five or if you have a typical nine to five kind of, you know, weekday job, it's easy for me because I'm busy. I'm busy mm. nonstop. I have a busy job. I'm, I'm busy, busy, busy. So it's easy to stay regimented. When I do have that downtime, that's when I, the cravings come in. 
and I need mm-hmm. a chip and I need it. So usually it's on the weekend. So give yourself that, you know, that kind of release to have that chip, have this because you've been so good all these other days. So just yeah. change and, and change your lifestyle. And like I said, in moderation, it's it's good. I don't see anything wrong with it. But when you just sit, I mean, I've seen people just sit and just eat crap all, all day, day, every all day, day, literally. Drink and just soda, sit. Drink soda. Girl, yeah. some people drink six and seven. I'm like, instead of drinking them six, seven cans, you could drink some water. water. But yeah. when you drink so much water, if you notice, the, when you drink so much water, you don't like soda. I Some days I'll be like, oh, I need a flavor. And it don't taste good. Because mm-hmm. I drink so much water, it does not. It cleans good. your pa- it cleans your taste palate too. But I wanted to yeah. also say like another thing too. You let me tell you about temptation. Oh yeah. Week, sometime that temptation be like, go and get a chip. Same but two hundred and thirty calories. <laughs> I'm like, I'm messing up. Like I literally <laughs> talk to my car. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Drink water. You gonna mess up your like you have to train your mind. Self okay, no. awareness. Self awareness. Yeah. And let me you me. have to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Yes. I, but look, I'll be like, okay, I'm not gonna eat a dinner, but then I'll look at JC on food and be like, all right, let me just get a little piece. I save it for the weekend. When I cook for the boys, I save the good stuff for like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to eat this this weekend. You know, I satisfy myself. Yeah, give you something uh, to motivate you. Yeah. So on the weekend, I'll do it. But when it comes to it during the week, I have, for me, it's a no. Yeah. No, you can't have it. You can't have it. So just making those little changes. I mean, um, did you have any other questions, um, Junie, to kind of add to this and just kind of wrapping up? What what would we want the takeaway to be? I think the biggest takeaway for me is just make a decision for yourself how you want your life to be. And then once you do that, if you know what the end goal is, you just take every day and hack away at that every single day. No matter how big, no matter how small, if you get off the boat, get back on and and do that. But you have to make a decision for yourself what you want and what your body needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to piggyback off what Julie just said, like you said, it's. It's all about, it's your journey at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to, as you go into different aspects of life, even with the fitness aspect, everything is not going to work for you. It's the more self-aware and tapped in you get into yourself, you understand how your body works. Like for me, I've been working out folks consistently for so long that I can eat anything I want. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you don't want to eat certain things anymore, not because it's always unhealthy, it's just like I don't like it anymore. I doesn't. Yeah. I know it's not going to serve my purpose over over time. But again, that comes with time. And I also, you don't over, don't over invest in certain things. As far as, don't beat yourself up because you're, you did this or that because it makes it discourages you. So it's like you said to Wanda earlier, small those small increments. Be grateful for those small things. Oh, oh my! These damn pants used to be a little tighter. Now, now I fit. These little small things will keep you motivated. Oh, I know yeah. you want to people, people want to kind of jump off and have like the natural Kardashian body or something like that in a week. Come on. But that's not natural little, period. You need to realize. Yeah, yeah, but you, but you, but you know. But, that body's it. I mean, some, body I mean look, when you bottom when you bottom heavy, you have no top. We just know how that go. When you top heavy, you have no <laughs> That's just how right. we go. We all know the rules. So we go purchase what we don't what we lack in. So mm. that's what it is. Nobody, I mean, but I think people can also be if if you're a person that know that you're influenced by other people's stuff, social media might not be for you during these times. 
especially when you're first getting started. And you have to have, again, the self-awareness and discipline to be able to say, okay, well, yeah, it's just, it's just Facebook. It's not just Facebook, it's especially if you're going to measure yourself by it. So you need to understand okay. that when you start your, your journey in comparison, is like the, I think I read somewhere, the comparison is like the, the seed of unhappiness or something like that. Comparing yourself to others is a waste of time, and it, all, it only slows you down in your in your progression. And just to kind of bring it full circle with the um, the letter from earlier, we as black people need to understand our power as a community. And with that power comes a lot of responsibility. And one of those responsibilities is always looking out for our best interests as individuals, as our families. So if you're not getting the services you want from I don't care what it is. Is a doctor? If it's you going to a store, and they don't give you the right service, don't spend your money there. Don't spend your energy there. We we want to damn go in there, spend the money, and damn boycott. Like what? How ridiculous is that? Again, at the end of the day, we need to really understand our worth and value, and then plug that into our self awareness, and then I think things will slowly improve in our communities. So. To definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that, and I think we need to stop comparing ourselves and stop trying to keep up with the trends because that's pretty much what we're doing, right? Because big booties was not the thing in the 90s, it was not. I, I'm just being honest because uh, you know, these video vixens and stuff came out, and now big booties are like, oh my god, I have to get stop it. In the 80s and 90s, everybody wanted to be slim because we were going based off the little magazines that they were telling us was cute and sexy. Now that curves is cute and set. Like we just need to embrace ourselves, embrace our body, what you have. You better strut. Look, I'm a strut. Like I got the biggest butt in the world. Even if I don't, it don't matter. I'm <laughs> make it cute, make it sexy. You make it your own. Embrace your body, embrace yourself. We have to love ourselves a lot more than we have been, seriously. Because that's what makes us feel the way we feel at the end of the day. Embrace yourself, embrace your body. But when you're going down a path of unhealthy health lifestyle, we have to make those necessary changes, seriously. Because a big booty is not going to be okay when you in the hospital. It, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Lastly, just to round everything out, everybody said everything before, be open-minded when it comes to your journey. Find accountability partners um, when it comes to, you know, your health, because if you're not eating health and wealth and if you're not feeding your spirit, you know, positive things in your body, you know what I'm saying, health, then you're eating disease. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're going to be causing illnesses ultimately. So, you know, that diabetes or that high cholesterol or whatever you have going on, that's the results of bad habits. So look at your lifestyle and make the correct adjustments like everybody else is saying. Don't take advice from somebody who you wouldn't normally, you know, listen to, especially if they 350 pounds on six, or headed to 600 pound life. You can't tell me nothing about no health now. And that goes to, that goes for your doctors. <laughs> that goes for family members, because it's always the ones with the dirty fingers pointing. The, the, the dirty fingers always, 
pointing. <laughs> I don't even notice that. It's always the ones with the dirty fingers pointing their hand. But don't, you know, you have to kind of, you have to clear out the noise and just, you got to do what's best for you. This podcast is all about, we talk about these issues in our culture because we want to help. We want to be the solution. We want to bring, re, you know, the results that we need as a community so that we can be better. You know what I'm saying? It's power in the people. I always say that it's power in the people. And the only way that we're going to get back to where we once was is if we start listening and taking this, taking this information and applying it to ourselves, especially if it needs applying. So that's my, that's my roundup. Definitely agree with that. All right, y'all. Well, we are at the end of another episode in another week. So until <laughs> next week, we love y'all and uh, we'll see y'all. Stay good. Stay healthy. All right. Hey, hey cousin. Martine, you have to end it because you the host. Me? Yeah, I made you the host, so you got to uh, stop recording. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>